Hello, welcome to SI Capital's podcast. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. You should not construe such information or other material as investment advice. Trading involves risk to your capital. You should not invest money that you cannot afford to lose. SI Capital is regulated and authorised by the Financial Conduct Authorities and a member of the London Stock Exchange. Hello and welcome to the latest SI Capital weekly podcast with me, Amber Griffin. Our usual host, Charlie, is away this week. So on today's episode, we will be focusing on the FTSE market and the impact it is having at this current time. Today, I have Philip Scott, who is head of our retail department here at SI Capital, to discuss all the latest topics. Thank you for being on the podcast today with us, Phil. So the Ukraine invasion has impacted the big cap end of the market. Can you tell us a bit about what's been happening? Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, Morning to you, Amber. So uh, needless to say, investors uh, are enduring a very difficult period. Markets weren't particularly easy even before the Ukraine invasion. But obviously, with something of this magnitude, we're seeing some fairly meaningful movements in big cap companies. So here we're probably talking about the FTSE 100 in the main. Uh, Obviously, defence companies, BAE Systems would be top of the list there, has been trading very strongly, no surprise. Energy stocks. So let's talk about BP and Shell again with what's going on with the price of oil. In simple terms, some real strength in that area. And also in the mining companies, you know, big cap miners, we've got some very strong metal prices currently. So the likes of Rio Tinto, Anglo-American, Fresnillo, Uh, And the mining sector is a very big weighting in the FTSE 100. So collectively with energy, we see the FTSE 100 trading at over 7,000 and it is comfortably through 7,000 as I speak to you this morning, I think at about 7,100. So these areas are seeing support if other areas are seeing weakness. So we've covered the kind of winners for now in this market. But uh, on the flip side, we've seen some significant weakness in, say, the financials arena. So banks, insurers there retail obviously struggling and was struggling a little bit before even the Ukraine invasion. Telecom quite weak, Vodafone and BT have come off a lot and manufacturing and beyond. So it's a mixed bag and investors, some investors will be benefiting probably from what's going on in Ukraine. It's an odd thing to say, but the reality is that certain companies and areas will do better and other companies not so, not so good. Um, But there's a brief summary of where, where we are right now. And what areas of the market could investors be looking at at the moment? Okay, an obvious kind of point to make here would would probably be the energy space and the mining space. But if investors are looking to enter this area of the market, right now for me, you'd probably probably need to be, let, let me say, fairly confident that the problems in Ukraine are going to be ongoing and perhaps run for for months ahead because precious metal prices and base metal prices and oil, gas and beyond, well, they're already very strong markets because of the Ukraine invasion. If this is going to be a protracted affair, which some people think it will be, an obvious thought would be to certainly keep your positions in this area of the market and maybe even potentially add to positions. But my inclination would be, uh, and it's a gut feel really, that Perhaps these areas that I've just been talking about, energy and beyond, perhaps they've run hard enough for now. I'd be tempted to be looking at some of the more what you call value areas of the market. These are lower valuation areas. Financials would be top of the bill there, uh, often good dividend paying shares. And this was an area of the market, the value area of the market that was trading quite well 
before Ukraine uh, on the basis that we were recovering from COVID and that we were going to be seeing higher interest rates and certain stocks are going to perform better in a higher interest rate environment. And that would include financials for the obvious reason that margins will improve for financials in that type of situation. So I would prefer probably to look at the value end of the market. So telecom, financials, manufacturing, uh, those types of area. I would probably avoid what's referred to as growth. Growth are higher valuation shares. A lot of these shares have done well through the COVID pandemic, but I think I would probably avoid in that area. And I would just mention it at the end, the mid cap arena. So the FTSE 250, where there's a lot of large companies trading there, not in the FTSE 100, but the, the mid cap area is very linked to the UK economy. This area of the market has come under a lot of pressure of recent. So perhaps worth considering looking at the mid cap area. There's a few thoughts. And any particular stocks that look particularly interesting? Yeah, so stock specific advice, obviously, you know, need to be slightly careful. But I would say that all, you know, anybody listening to this, always do your own research before committing funds to market. But I'm happy to speak in general. You know, I've, I've touched on the value area of the market already. These are the lower valuation sectors, if you like, of the market. And they often have a good yield, dividend yield attached to them, which right now I would suggest is probably quite a good thing supporting a share price. So, so something like Taylor Wimpy in, in the house building space. There are a few house builders in the FTSE 100, but Taylor Wimpy at 130p. Well, it's been 200 pence before. It's a 6% dividend yielding share. They have significant tangible assets in their Lang Bank. They have an activist shareholder by the name of Elliott Advisors, who has just built a stake. Taylor Wimpy have also reported a, a very robust set of results just recently. So at 130, that's probably worth a look. In the financial space, I've already said that, uh, that the financials are very much in the value category of the market. Something like Aviva, formerly Norwich Union, uh, of course, but Aviva trading at about 400 pence um, is due to pay a, a special dividend. It's very cash rich. The boss of the, uh, of the insurer, the CEO, has just bought half a million pounds worth of shares at 400 pence. So Aviva, Taylor Wimpy in the value area look interesting. If you were going to look in the growth area, which I'm probably not as, let's say, bullish on, something like Entain, which is a, essentially an online gambling company. This is the company behind Labrooks and Coral and Sporting Bet, to mention a few, um, few of their brands. Entain has come down a hell of a long way, has been in takeover talks a couple of times over the past year and a half. Shares currently at about 14 and a half pounds down from well over 20. Entain might be worth a look. But just to conclude, I mentioned the mid cap area just earlier. Something like the Schroeder Mid Cap Investment Trust or the Henderson Smaller Companies Investment Trust. Again, these are just ideas and, and investors must always do their own research before you know, putting money to work. But the mid cap area has come under a lot of pressure. And, uh, and I think you know, for the bottom draw in these difficult times that we're currently going through, I suspect there's, there's probably some upside out of those areas over the next 12 months. OK, well, thank you again for being with us today, Phil. That's all from us this week. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We'll be back next week with another weekly update. If you have any questions or want us to discuss a particular company, please do get in touch via our website and our social media channels. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. You should not constitute such information or other material as investment advice. 
Trading involves risk to your capital. You should not invest money that you cannot afford to lose. SI Capital is regulated and authorised by the Financial Conduct Authorities and a member of the London Stock Exchange.